Hello, and welcome to episode 112 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with Hamed Amin. Ahmed is the creator of the Epics of Adiku, coming to Indiegogo in May. This is Matt, and I'm joined by my Constructing Comics co-host, Noah. Hey there. Ahmed, thanks so much for, for joining us. Uh, why don't you lead us off with a uh, short bio about yourself, a little bit about the comic, and then we'll, we'll, take, a, we'll take a deep dive into uh, the story and uh, how the comic came about. Well, sure thing. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, uh, well, uh, my name is Ahmed Amin, and I'm, I'm originally from Iraq. And uh, I, came, I became interested in writing and creating stories when I met a group of uh, filmmakers in Emirates um, who, who were trying to make a movie. And when I gave them some of my ideas and saw how interested they were, I, 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 I became interested in creating stories. And I didn't actually start until 2011 when I published my first book. Uh, it's called Sykes and became a national bestseller. And uh, uh, years later, you know, I, I started to accumulate ideas until I came up with an idea that fits for comics. And uh, that's when I uh, started making comics. Um, at the time, I was a student, so I couldn't pay an artist. So uh, I taught myself how to, to draw and how to make comic books. And, uh, and that's how I became a comic artist. And uh, at the moment, I live in Kuwait with my wife and uh, still writing every day. That's awesome. Yeah. So the, uh, the first book you did, uh, was, that was a prose book. Um, and then you, um, you sort of transitioned to the comics, which seems to be a, uh, an interesting common theme that we found here with a, with a lot of creatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, the the you said that uh you know you you had met some uh some movie makers um where it was was were were films an influence on you uh uh growing up so, i love movies since i was a kid and uh, uh i've always observed uh, every story i make and i was even copy the characters uh after after the movie uh, after i watch any movie i always copy the characters and were a great influence uh, for me so yeah yeah that's very cool any specific film influences on um the uh, epics of Inkidu? uh no actually epics Inkidu was influenced by two things uh, mainly my nephew who who is uh, autistic and uh, the other thing is the epics of gilgamesh i'm not sure if you heard about this um it's uh, it's the oldest story known in human history and uh, it follows a guy named Gilgamesh, and he's a hero, and, and he's uh, like a powerful guy. And uh, in this story, he has another character called Enkidu. And uh, while I was reading this story, I-, I noticed that I was drawn more to Enkidu than Gilgamesh, you know? Mm-hmm. So eventually I thought, yeah, so what if I just wrote a- another story about that guy and uh, make it and place it in a modern setting? So that's how the epics of Inkido started. That's very cool. That makes me want to go back. I, I know the gist, uh, I think little bits and pieces of the, the epics of Gilgamesh, but that makes me want to go back and read that and read more about Inkido and then, then read should. the comics. It's, it's it should. It's, it's a very inspiring story, actually. That's yeah. awesome. That's very cool. Do you, have a, do you have sort of a love for older fiction stories like uh, Gilgamesh? Yeah, I mean, I love history. I mean... 
I'm, 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 a, I'm a history fan myself. I love uh, everything related to Mesopotamia, ancient Egypt, and Greece. And, and it's really, really beautiful when you, when you read about these things. Um, like the other day I was reading about Mesopotamia and I found this letter about this uh, king who is uh, writing to his son uh, about uh, that he should stop sleeping with women. And, and it was a funny letter. And I was like, wow, that's, that's awesome. That a 4,000 year, year letter about a guy uh, uh, talking about his son about stopping sleeping with women. Like this. So it makes me, you know, it's, it's really funny to me. You know? yeah. So yeah, I, I, I love history. I love reading all things, you know, it's interesting. That's, that's got to be awesome. And uh, so you, you were, did you say you grew up in, in Iraq and now you live in Kuwait? Or um, how long did you live in Iraq? Well, actually, I was, I was born in Kuwait. Um, born in Kuwait, uh, okay. Yeah, I was born in Kuwait. Um, I just visit Iraq every once in a while. Um, and I love going to historical places uh, yeah. in Iraq, like the museum, yeah. Um, uh, but, but mainly I lived in, in Kuwait. And uh, for a couple of years, I went to Egypt for five years to study. And finally, I went to China where actually I did my first movie there. Uh, I, I made a horror movie, which is now on Amazon. And uh, it's there where I met my wife. Uh, she's Chinese. And uh, right now I came back to Kuwait. <laughs> That's cool. What was the movie called, the, the horror film? Oh, it's called Callus. Callus. <laughs> I'll have to look that yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, so what was, what was your role in, in, in that movie? I, I sort of like... Uh, you know, uh, on the on the creative side, or were you were you acting in it? Uh, actually, I was the writer um, and director and the composer for the movie. <laughs> wow! Very, <Yeah>. very, <laughs> very, uh, very much uh, on the creative side then. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> and the reason why I was asking about Iraq is I was wondering because you were talking about you know ancient Egyptian and you know sort of Middle Eastern. Uh, history and all that stuff. So I was wondering if that was sort of where your your love from it came from, as your your time spent in those countries. I, uh, yeah, actually, every country I go to, uh, the first thing I like to do is to visit the historic places and then the natural places. Um, I, I'm really, I, I, I actually, my love in every place I go comes to from history. You know, That's like awesome. um, yeah, but last time I went to Iraq uh, was on a year and a half ago. And I visited this uh, Zakurat thing, you know, like Sumerian uh, city. And it's like 4,000 years old. And uh, it was really beautiful, you know. So it looks like a pyramid thing that you climb up. And they used to worship the moon uh, there. And it, it felt really awesome to, to climb all these stairs, to stand up and to see what uh, old kings used to see uh, at their time. So, yeah, that, these things interest me. I love history. That's awesome. Do you find that that influences your art as well? The, the history, like, you know, appreciating the architecture and everything? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, uh, ancient art is, is really, uh, I mean, art is actually like a cumulative uh, thing, you know? Um, I mean, first, I mean, if you see the buildings, even the, the historic, like the pyramids, you have the pyramids of, uh, of the uh, Aztec, you have the pyramids of uh, Iraq, uh, all these similarities in in architect is, is somehow is inspi inspiring each other and yeah it's uh, it's inspiring you know that's awesome. that's, uh, that's how I can yeah <laughs> that's so cool 
So yeah. you had said um, earlier uh, in your, your bio uh, and a little bit about your history that uh, you made the decision to teach yourself to be a comic book artist. So do you yeah. serve as the writer and the artist on, on this book? I'm, I'm the colorist. Uh, in this book, I, I just serve as a colorist. The artist is, uh, is called Felix Torres. Uh, he's an artist from Chile who, who, who's really passionate about the story I'm making. And uh, he's the one who sketches and inks, and I'm the one who colors and writes the story. Okay. And how did you? How did you? How did you find that artist? Um, well, I actually I was I joined uh, um, uh, a lot of artist group, fa uh, Facebook groups, and uh, and from there I I started my search, you know, um, and uh, I was looking at art artist portfolios and. Um, and their drawings, and I saw, and I found Felix's uh, art was, was interesting. It's almost similar to the 2000 AD comics style, which I like. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I contact him, and uh, he, and I told him the story, and I show, and actually I drew a couple of issues myself, just like like it's like a storyboard thing, and I gave and I and I sent it to him, and uh, he he liked it. He was very interested to to join the uh, team, you know. So yeah. That's how I found Felix. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Did you do storyboards on, on, on the movie as well? Like, was that a skill that you kind of yeah. had for a bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually I did. Yeah. But, but I wasn't as sophisticated as the one I did for the epics of Pinky Do. It was more like doodling. Doodle. That's still a very useful skill and all, you know, for anything to be able to tell something sequentially. Yeah. And do you use any of those that that ability to storyboard to maybe help at the at the layout stage, or do you do you leave that uh, do you leave that in uh, Felix's hands? Well, it's, uh, well, I do the storyboard in the layout page, but uh, Felix sometimes have a different idea on how to approach a scene or something, and uh, eventually it's a uh, you know it's a it's a cooperative thing, you know. We eventually we see what fits, and uh, we agree. Sometimes he shows me and. Uh, which which layout looks better, and and, and usually I agree with him because he has a better artistic uh, taste and uh, better artistic understanding of how the comic should look like than me. Yeah. Do you uh, do you provide him any like photographic reference uh, from um, sort of your area of the world? Since he, I'm I'm guessing that maybe he hasn't had the ability to travel. I know you know with the internet he's probably able to do Google searches, but do you provide him with any any photography or any uh, reference uh, when he when he's drawing? Uh, I do actually, yeah, uh, but not all the time. Specific places, uh, like a historic place. Uh, there's this place in the second issue where, where the character wakes up in uh, some kind of an ancient ruin, uh, which which is which is in Iraq, and uh, there are not, not a good specific pictures uh, of that place and on the internet. I couldn't find any, so I took. Luckily, I already took pictures when I went there. Lots of pictures for for my for, for my pleasure, and uh, and I, I sent them those pictures so to to help as uh, reference. That's really cool. And uh, so with uh, with the main character, Inkidu, I know you said that uh, he was sort of, he was inspired by your nephew. Does yeah. he uh, resemble your nephew as well, or is he a completely new character? 
Uh, he does actually, he does. And, and uh, the way it was inspired by my nephew, you know, uh, my, my nephew, I love him so much and we always, I always like to play with him and take him out every once in a while. Uh, but the, how it came, came to me to create Enkidu, this character, uh, is every time when I play with my nephew, sometimes he, he's about to slip or something. And, and, and I, I worry for a second, but he suddenly balanced himself very quickly. And, and, it, and it's, uh, it's amazing how he does it. I never see him fall. You know, every time he walks, he wants, he's about to slip, but he balances himself. And all my other nephews and nieces, you know, kids, they fall yeah. all the time. So they fall up, but, but him, he doesn't fall. <laughs> you know, so I, it made me think, you know, in a way. And I mean, it's. Is his brain works so fast that everything around him is too slow? That's that's what how 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 I approached the idea, and I thought, what if I um what if everything around me moves too slow to me? Uh, like I cannot ma maintain eye contact for a very long time. You know, I I would I would be socially odd. So and I'll be exactly like autistic. You know, so this is my twist on autism, and uh, that's how he inspired me to make to create this uh, this character, and he does resemble him. That's a lot, right. you know, cool. even how he talk and how he act and how he thinks. Yeah. That's He's so my cool. case study. <laughs> <laughs> He's your, yeah. your muse, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's really awesome. Yeah. And um, do you guys live pretty close to each other? Do you get to see your nephew pretty often? Uh, yeah. 15 minute drive. Uh, well, not, not recently because of this uh, quarantine thing. Oh, so, yeah. But yeah, I see him only once a week, but, but. But, but I miss him every day, so I just send him videos every once in a while. That's yeah. awesome. Does he like the the comic? Do you send him pages as they come out too? Actually, I want to surprise him with it. Once I, I have a print copy, I'm, I'm going to hand it to him, and and hopefully he's going to love it. Oh, you'll have to tell us how that goes. That'll be it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Does does do you, does he have any experience with with uh uh you know other comics? Do do the comics hold his interest, or or do you think well this will be the first time he uh, has something to to sit down and, and take a look at like a like a comic? Well, um, well, recently he he's he became a fan of uh, of comic movies, you know, so. When he cool. sees a picture of uh, of a Superman in a comic or whatever, he he becomes interested in these things, and uh, mostly he reads picture books. So so I think he I think he's already interested in these kind of things, um, but but about but but I think he will my comic if he if he gets it as soon as possible will be the first comic he's gonna read. I think. Wow, that's yeah. got to be. Uh... Very cool to to have the the first comic that puts in your put in your hand. You know he's gonna he's gonna see the 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 character. He's gonna identify with it, and it, it, you know it's 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 gonna really really speak to him. So that's gonna be a really great experience for him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that'll be a very special moment. Yeah, so like I said, yeah. you definitely have to tell us how it goes because that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna document it actually. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Good. Film it and see how it's going to react and everything, and post about it. So yeah. So you also mentioned that uh, you turned the the art duties over, but you're still handling the the, the coloring duties uh, on on these on these books or these newer issues. Uh, yeah. Did was that a skill you you taught yourself as well? Uh, well, actually, um, 
the coloring thing, I actually took some kind of courses in Udemy, but the reason why I wanted to be involved in the coloring, coloring process is, uh, as I mentioned, I did movies and, you know, cinematography is a very important kind of, a very important part of movies, you know, it, it helps tell the story better. So color, colorists are like cinemat cinematographers, you know, uh, how the light hits, how, how, what kind of color reflects like what, what emotion, you know? So that's why I, I want to involve myself with the coloring process of the comic. And do you, uh, do you find yourself trying to like set atmospheres with like the colors? Like if you go to a, like a warmer environment, you're, you're, you're focusing yeah. on, you know, making things bright and, and feel warm. And then maybe say something takes place in a uh, cooler environment, like at night, or are you, uh, are you focused on that while you're coloring? Yeah, yeah, most mostly, yeah, I do it that way. Uh, I like to, yeah, exactly. You know, brighter scenes, funnier scenes have a different color feel to it and darker scenes or let's say uh, darker mood uh, have different colors. So, yeah. And did you like, uh, did you look at other um, comics to sort of get like hints on like how to sort of, light things or are you are you actually looking at uh like real environments to sort of figure out how to to light things uh no actually i'm i'm i, I searched a lot of uh uh picture offenses in google you know like um all right comic dark night the scene or something and i see uh, and i just look at these pictures to to get more inspired on how to approach my coloring process yeah. Very cool. What are you coloring with? Are you coloring on Photoshop or, or what application are you using? Um, I, I, I use color, Photoshop and uh, Clip Paint Studio. Uh, I, I use those two programs uh, at the same time. There are some things I like to use with Clip uh, Studio and there are other uh, features I find easier to use in, in Photoshop. That's awesome. I've, I've been meaning to get into Clip Studio. I, I mainly use Photoshop. What, uh, this might be a hard question, but I'm trying to work on learning to color in Photoshop myself. And uh, what is probably the most useful tool for you in, uh, on Photoshop coloring your comics? Uh, the lasso tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made things easier to me. <laughs> yeah, you answered that uh, quick, I like but I agree. I love the lasso tool too. <laughs> <laughs> I love the tool. I love that. Yeah. And do you use a tablet, or are you? Well, how are you? Or how are you coloring? Uh, actually, um, I bought a, a screen in, in uh, coloring. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, coloring, not the tablet. The the one with the, the screen. Yeah, the coloring screen. I think it's called. Like a Wacom, sure. like a, a Wacom tablet. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Wacom tablet, but it's not Wacom. It's uh, I bought it while I was in China. It was uh, a Chinese brand, but works very well it has some kind of a it was on sale so it cost around uh maybe five hundred dollars or less that's not bad uh, yeah so, so I, I took it home and uh i i use it ever since that's five great years. yeah i used to have a i used to have a, a chinese brand sort of it wasn't the screen wacom tablet it was more of the like tablet tablet that you just hook up to your computer and uh oh. it was a chinese brand but it worked great until i broke the pen um, but yeah, like, yeah, like I, I find that sometimes you can find those good brands like that. Yeah. I, I got lucky actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So uh, there's uh, one more aspect of the creative team, and that's the letterer. Uh, did you hire somebody, or are you are you handling that yourself? Well, um, I'm uh, uh, Felix. Uh, I, I I I pay him for each page. Uh, you know. Um, and uh, I have the, an editor who handled the uh, financial part of the comic. Uh, he's uh, an, from a, he's in Australia at the moment. Okay. And uh, yeah, the, the, we're just a team of three actually right now. So the only one I, I pay him at the moment is uh, Felix for 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 making the art. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Does Felix do the lettering then, or are you and the editor doing the lettering on the comic? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I misunderstood. I didn't hear. Uh, you mean the lettering? No, no, I didn't. I didn't uh, uh, I'm doing the lettering myself. <laughs> okay, okay, that's awesome. No, I, th I thought you meant uh, who am I paying for my um, of my team members? So who is the one get paid? Well, that was a great question too. So <laughs> glad you gave us that answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Killed yeah. yeah. two yeah. birds with one stone. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so do you use that, uh, are you, you, like, this is a question we have for a lot of writers who also handle the lettering. Uh, do you use that as a, a, like a final editing pass? Like once you have the, the art down on the page and you might, you know, start placing word balloons there trying to figure, or, you know, then you start putting some of the dialogue in. Do you, do you see that like, Hey, maybe this doesn't work. I'm going to make a slight tweak here. Or do you find that like what you envisioned in the script, uh, makes its way to, to the page uh both actually uh you know some some uh, sometimes i just uh, there are specific scenes that i want something drawn specifically and i don't i don't think about the lettering and there are other scenes that i have to adjust the lettering the the uh, drawing first for in so i can uh, add the balloon word balloons so yeah it's actually i i do both you know it depends on on the scene it depends on uh, on the lettering at the same time so yeah that's awesome. Yeah, I we we uh, Matt and I talk about that all the time about like you know if you if you're if the writer is lucky enough to be the letterer, it's it's a pretty great second second pass on the script. Um, yeah. So you um you and your editor, how did you guys meet each other? Um, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Again. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, how did how did you and your editor meet? Oh, uh, my editor. Actually, uh, he's my my nephew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's an engineer in uh, Australia, and uh, he's interesting about doing this. So I, he joined the team. Yeah, that's very cool. Family business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, so the main character is my nephew. So why not the editor is my nephew too? So. Yeah. <laughs> Have they, uh, with him being on in Australia and the, the nephew that the story is based around uh, is in Kuwait with you, have they, um, have they ever met in, in real life? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, uh, every, every year they, he comes visit like twice or three times a year, uh, three times a year, I think, because uh, his dad actually is a professor of, in, of uh, Australia University, uh, Australia College of Kuwait. Okay. So they come. So he comes visit here every once in a while, and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, he comes here every once in a while. They meet each other. They play with each other all, all the time. You know, so that's gotta especially help on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gotta help him with the uh, knowing the knowing the story and, and knowing the, the 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 character that you you based uh, the the story around. So that's gotta be helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
does. Another bonus, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So great. you you have a, a background in in movies, and you you've made some movies. You've you've made a comic. Uh, if this movie was made into, if this comic was made into a movie, uh, oh. in in you, I, I know that you have some directing skills, so you would be the number one choice to direct the movie. But if per se. Uh, somebody else had to direct a movie based on this comic. Is there a director you think that you would like to do it? Oh, um, uh, well, I have a lot of choices at the moment, but I, I forgot the, the guy's name. Um, the one who did the first uh, Iron Man, uh, I forgot his name. Um, oh, John Favreau? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I'd love to have that guy. Yeah. He has a good mix of uh, comedy and drama, and he's a great director and even a great director at the same time so so yeah uh if i want if i want to give my my own child to someone it will be him <laughs> that's awesome yeah. yeah i think uh that's a good choice yeah i'm just thinking about all the stuff that he's worked on recently that's sort of been epic and and you know yeah. sprawling and, and full of adventure I, that that that's that, that's a great choice yeah, yeah. awesome so we're recording this in in April, and April is uh, Autism Awareness Month. Uh, yeah. This this uh, comic goes to uh, crowdfunding. It goes to Indiegogo in the the middle of May. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. And uh, how long are you running the the campaign for? Uh, Thirty days. So middle of May to 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 middle of June, it'll it'll be live, right? Yeah. Yeah. And is it for uh, one issue or, or, or multiple issues? Well, it's for, for one issue. Uh, of course, if we, if we are able to, to, um, to get more than what we were <clears throat> to, to get uh, funded more than we asked for, which is, I think, $3,800 uh, US dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's $6,000 uh, Australian dollars. Uh, I mean, if we get funded more than that, yeah, I'll be able, I'll, I'll be willing to do the second issue. But mainly, right now, I'm focusing to on doing the first issue. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds like a that sounds like a good plan uh, to to, yeah. to to you know uh, have a manageable goal. But it seems like you have some uh, some things to to reach for as well. Yeah, we hope for the best. Awesome. Uh, so this is a very personal story to you uh, in that it's uh, it seems like it's been something that or, you know, the, the background you gave us is that you, you know, have a very historical based uh, uh, interest and then you have the, the connection to your nephew. Um, are there any other types of stories that you would like to tell either in comics, prose or, or in, in, in movie form? Is there any other genres or, or uh things that you you would have an interest in, in telling a story about well yeah of course i mean uh i already have plans to do other comics in the future and and i already mentioned that i did a, another comic before uh it was called team genesis and actually i made a, a motion comic of that comic and, and it's on youtube and uh and and uh i have another project called Ascent, and uh, uh it's about uh <clears throat> 
you know, like um, in another planet, uh, imagine us, but like instead of us, we live deep in the water, you know, like kind of some kind of a human fish creatures. And one day there is this one creature finds a, a spaceship, you know, and it's, it has human history, which he studied. And one day he decided to go up to see those people. And when he goes up, it, it turns out to be a, not what he expected. So this is an, an, another idea I'm planning to, to write about in the future. So yeah, I have a lot of uh, things to to do, and a lot a lot of stories I like to tell, and I hope I can tell them, you know, in my time. So, wow, that uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty interesting. Um, well, uh, I think uh, I think this is going to bring the the interview for a close. Uh, Noah, I'm going to turn it over to you for for any last uh, questions or, or thoughts. Um, no, no questions or thoughts. Yeah, very great to have you on and to talk about it. It's always cool to meet people from other countries and to hear their their processes and how they're, you know, uh, we're so, you know, uh, American centric, me and Matt, because we both live in America. So it's always good to see some new perspectives on creating comics and, you know, other influences. It's, it's always cool to hear about that. So thanks for coming on and telling us about your process. Oh, thanks, oh, thanks for having me. I yeah, I think I, I think it shows a little bit that uh, sort of at the center of all of us that uh, storytelling is is important uh, to us, uh, no matter no matter where you live or no matter where you grow up. Uh, we're all sort of, you know, we, we, we grow up listening to stories and some of us uh, keep that into sort of adulthood and, and we want to to keep making stories. So I think I think that that's something that we could take away from this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah awesome. So um, as we close out here, why don't you let people know where they can find you online so that uh, they can, uh, when this, when this Indiegogo goes live, they can, uh, they can be notified of it. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, the pre-launch page is already there on Indiegogo. Uh, if you search the epics of Inkido, you're gonna, you, you won't miss it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, um, hero autistic, uh, you can also find me on Instagram, hero underscore autistic. And, um, and I have a Facebook page also called The Epics of Inkidu. And if you, if you want to shoot any questions and if you want to support this project, uh, uh, it, will, it will be really awesome because I'm, I'm trying to raise awareness about autism through this story. You know, I actually plan to place uh, and a couple of autism organizations already agreed to that to place uh, information about these organizations so um, uh, the autistic community and their parents can reach out to them. Yeah, awesome. That is very cool. We're going to have links to to your social media, links to the to the pre-launch page uh, in our show notes, so anybody listening can uh, refer to the show notes and 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 you know do they have like a uh, notify me at launch at, at in, with indiegogo so if somebody goes to the page they can click that and on the day that it launches they'll get uh, notified do you know if that is the case with indiegogo yeah. okay yeah yeah. That, yeah that's one of my favorite things to do is like when anybody has the pre-launch and it's it's interesting i like to hit that sort of notify me and then on the day of the launch you know if i'm going about my day i get that i get that uh, message in my inbox to uh hop over there and, and support that project. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, thanks again. Um, I'm pretty excited about this project after talking to you. So um, once it launches, we will be sure to, to, to let folks know that it's launched. Um, thanks again uh, for, for being on. 
Uh, so yeah. anybody listening, if they could give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting service they use, we really appreciate it. If you want to follow the podcast, we are on Twitter at Construct Compod. We are on Instagram at Constructed Comics Pod. Uh, we are on Facebook and YouTube at Constructing Comics. Uh, again, I'd like to give a plug for the Ageless Press Facebook page. Uh, if you could just hop over there and take a look. Uh, there'll be a lot more stuff coming there soon. Uh, we're going to have links to all of that. We're going to have links to the to Indiegogo and the, uh, the social media for that. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We'll be back with another episode, and I would like to encourage everybody to stay safe.